In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Well, Advent is all about living on the horizon, waiting for something to happen. But the thing is, things are already happening. Globally, superpowers are in flux. Nationally, the economy's tipsy-turvy. The congregation still has a lot of work ahead of us. And personally, a lot of relationships need mending. As we live through this Advent season, change is all around us. The question isn't whether change, if change will happen, but rather, is it happening for you? In this morning's Gospel reading, John the Baptist, in fact, sent his messengers to find out if what was happening was, in fact, happening for him. The thing is, though, John's entire life was lived on the horizon. In a sense, he lived on his tippy toes, trying to look over the edge to see when the one he was waiting for would, in fact, come. Maybe this is why his messengers are so out of place for me. From what Jesus said about him this morning, and what we might know about him just from our own reading, we would think John would have seen Jesus coming. The thing is, in a strange way, grace, reconciliation, and gift are difficult to see and believe for a couple reasons. First, mainly because we're looking in the wrong place. We look for grace but expect works. We desire reconciliation but really want payback. We long for gifts but we always ask, at what price to purchase? If we look for the gospel in these places, in work, payback, or purchase, then we shouldn't be surprised that we don't find it. And we shouldn't be surprised if people actually believe it doesn't exist. Still, even for those who, like John the Baptist, are looking for the gospel in the right place, it's hard to receive and believe, mainly because it's too much. This difficulty is a joyous doubt laced with anticipation. The revelation of grace instead of work, reconciliation instead of payback, and gift instead of purchase results in surprise. We ask ourselves if this is real. And then really hope that it is. Someone mentions grace to us and we say, really? Then reconciliation, really? And then gift, and we say, really? This is how I see John's question, one of gospel. You see, Gospel as gospel is, is always surprising. Because it's something that comes over the horizon out of nowhere when we're not expecting it. Now when it arrives, we could be offended because it wasn't where we were looking or what we were expecting. And that's the danger of idolatry. 
but you just as well could be pleasantly surprised by joy. And it's in that joyful reality we don't know what to do with Jesus, who is the embodiment of grace, reconciliation, and gift. In a sense, it's like Publisher's Clearinghouse showing up to your door with an oversized $10 million check, and the first thing you say out of your mouth is, I can't believe this. Well, it does you no good to not believe it because it's here and it's for you. So many of us are like John, though. Locked up, rotting in prison to have our head chopped off. Well, maybe none of us are like John. But, perhaps like John, you take a look around and you see that life isn't that ideal. Sure, John is waiting and expecting Jesus and desires to hear about Jesus. And in fact, when these reports go out about Jesus, he hears them and how good they are. But as John sits in prison, and the results of sin are swirling around him, it's understandable he might be wondering if Jesus is the one. This question, are you the one, is the first century equivalent to, I can't believe this, because these things just don't happen to John. Perception is dangerous living in the world that we live in, because the danger is we begin to believe that work and payback and purchase is just the way things are, and that's how things work, even in the church. And perhaps we, like John, have looked around and wondered if Christ is among us, saving us. And we've settled. We've settled for the way things are, telling ourselves, these things just don't happen to us. And we wait for God's promises only to happen in the future. And so we wait on the edge of the horizon, waiting for Christ to come, but just never really expecting him to show up. This is precisely why Jesus is on the move today. John, who lives on the horizon should in fact see Jesus coming over the edge, but sin and life's troubles have just gotten in the way. So Jesus moves. He moves into action and does something about it. But what he does is what he's already been doing. More healing, more preaching. In a sense, Jesus' response is, yeah, of course I'm the one. It would be like Publishers Clearinghouse just giving you another $10 million check. Just keep piling it on until you say, thank you. Until you believe it is real. And it is, in fact, for you. The thing is, what goes for John does go for you. As we live on the horizon in Advent now, Jesus is coming. But for those of us who live on the other side of the resurrection, he's already come. He's already here. Maybe we've spent too much time looking at ourselves and our predicament as individuals and as a congregation, which then causes us to settle for the status quo rather than changing. 
However, this morning, Jesus is on the move today, doing more of what he's already done. He's forgiven your sins. He's telling you his gospel is for you. Change is simply Jesus on the move. And he's about to heal you with his crucified and resurrected body and blood. This might be a surprise for some of us that hopefully actually incites joy. And then maybe for some of us, you just might see this as ho-hum. The thing is, is that Jesus' presence among us in his word and sacrament helps us to change into the people that he wants rather than just die as we are. That change, that is part of what Advent is, is in fact grace, reconciliation, and gift. It's Christ on the move as he comes over the horizon this morning in order for us to embody his grace, his reconciliation and gift at St. John's, but also out in the world. So in a sense, an Advent changes here because Christ is here. And let us receive and believe it so that we would, in fact, tell the world who is waiting for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.